Hey yo, welcome to the winner's circle, polish your crown, here to optimize your workflow, that's service now, this ain't your typical, run of the mill, tech talk, OGs, we're the best in the field, we'll help you level up and build your credibility, now let me ask you one question, who the realest be, unapologetic, if we said it, then we meant it, foundation build on trust, authentic, so it's cemented, better make way, only facts in the booth, you're now tuned in with CJ and the Duke, uh, what success, I'll let you in on the scoop make your mind your best friend and fill it up with the truth come on yeah make your mind your best friend and fill it up with the truth yeah this episode is brought to you by clear sky clear sky is the only identity governance and security solution built natively on ServiceNow. it optimizes enterprise identity and risk management with a platform first approach Look, we have built a great digital world where we can plug and play people into our applications and information globally. Great for speedy operations, but can be a real nightmare for risk and security and governance who are left asking, who has access to what? Who authorized that? Should they still have it? When's the last time we checked? This is why CJ and the Duke love ClearSky. All of the benefit of a company with decades worth of ILM and IGA experience with a solution that's built natively on ServiceNow, the platform that we all trust. ClearSky, optimized identity management built natively on ServiceNow. Check the description below for an episode CJ and I did on ClearSky, as well as how to contact them. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of CJ and the Duke. As always, I am your co-host, Robert the Duke Fedoric. And I am Corey, CJ Wesley. We're live okay. whenever you're ready. I was about to tell this awful story about how these spiders jumped me while I was walking my dog. I walked through one of those early morning nets, you know, where they, oh, go, like, yep. they go like four or five feet across. Yep. And I was like, oh, what the heck? And like got the web out of my face. I'm like, that's gross. And I looked down, there's just like four or five of them, just like just crawling all over my tummy. I'm just like, goodbye, clean world. I'm 30 in the morning and I'm flailing my arms and screaming in the middle of the road. There's <laughs> only one way out of this. I must light myself on fire. <laughs> yes. It's sad, but it's the only way to be sure. <laughs> oh, okay, we're leaving that one in. What else are we talking about today? <laughs> All right, today, Duke, we're going to do a requirements gathering episode. You are thinking about building a new app. I am. And the app is about a coaching program that I do. And so nice. I'm just going to shamelessly pitch. I've been in a lot of conversations with a lot of people who have gone through a lot of boot camps. And I am sick and tired of how many people are falling through the cracks. Great people out there, great skills. They just haven't got enough practical experience. So I've designed my own custom training program. Custom. Um, custom. No, wait. No, I configured a training program. <laughs> <laughs> Customization bad, configure good, right? Nice. <laughs> I've made this new training program. My trial run with three people. They were all hired before it ended. And I'm Kick now ass. in my second session. We're not even halfway yet, so nobody's been hired. But we've got 15 people, and I want to keep scaling from there. And so... If you're tired of the status quo, if you want to go to a place that's going to teach you the concepts deep and then give you legit work that you can cut your teeth on, reach out to me at rob at the duke.digital and uh, see if you can join cohort three. Unfortunately, this is North America only, 
but uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. Nice. All right, well, Duke, unlike a lot of people, right, who complain about the status quo, complain about the problems that, are, that exist in you, complained about it, then went and did something about it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Yeah. It's yeah, not like and, we uh, hadn't talked about it together for like a hundred some times, though. So. <laughs> well, I know, right? But that's my point. We did talk about it a hundred some times, and boom, now you're doing it. And really excited for all the people you've helped get gigs and people you will be helping getting gigs, because I think this is important. And obviously, right, I'm affiliated with the Service Now Rise Up initiative, right? That is pushing like a similar thing mm -hmm. is to get more people into this field, getting them skilled up in ways like you are doing, right? That will make them good Service Now resources in the future. So I definitely don't want to take anything from Rise Up. And I'd like to say that not. I'm aligned from the outside, like same goal, but right. just a way different strategy. And I happen to believe that my strategy is better. And I'm not going to apologize about it. <laughs> and you should, right? Like, you know, what's the point in doing it if you don't think you're doing it the best? <laughs> I think the goals are, are very much aligned. And at the end of the day, both systems are trying to get more people into the ecosystem. Okay. Yeah. So, so let me let me just be right up front that building a new system sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> I'm doing a ton of stuff that's just seat of my pants. Okay. And so, like, you're role playing the requirements gatherer, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I personally love seat of the pants. That's where a lot of the creativity comes from. But now that you've been doing this a cohort and a half, I anticipate that you've kind of out some of the bugs and you're now looking to formalize a little bit of what you're doing. Yeah, there's a lot of information I want to capture, right? And right. it helps me, it helps me make decisions. It helps me keep on top of stuff. It makes me, it helps me do more intelligent use of my time. And so I find there's a lot of details that I forget okay. and there's a lot of details that I spend time looking for in email and yeah. I've created two or three different Excel sheets to help with that. But I'll tell you, I'm dealing a ton with attachments as well. And I never realized how bad searching through email is until I started searching for attachments. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway. Yeah. And if you're not using something like Google mm -hmm. then it's, it, and then the search is even worse. Right. So where so, do you want to start, man? I mean, we've already started, actually. See, that's the great thing. <laughs> that's the great thing about doing requirements gathering, which is my preferred style anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I know you've got information that you need to capture, that you're dealing with a lot of attachments and that you've tried to do this several times already through both email and Excel spreadsheets. We've got a solid base on things that you've tried to do and a solid based on at least the beginning of a solid base on what you're trying to accomplish. So when you say info that you're trying to capture, let's go ahead and, and categorize that, right? What are you trying, what are you trying to store and how are you going to use it? Okay. Well, maybe we start at the beginning, right? And oh man, we, we're already at the beginning. We're starting in the no, middle. But I mean, the beginning of my process. So planning a cohort, because the one thing my competition has over me is they already have established businesses around it, right? And sure. they have, they have full-time staff that can deal with the administrative logistics, right? Okay. And so it's hard for me to just say, it starts at this date, it runs these times. And if you don't like it, it's not for you. Um, okay. So when I first started out, I'm like, I have to get a critical mass of interest okay. and then make the start date and the coaching times reasonably aligned, right? Yeah. And so I was putting feelers out and saying, who's interested? And so think about this as your sales pipeline. I don't even have that. And so that information is all stuck in LinkedIn. It's stuck in email. It's stuck in wherever. Oh, 
So I get you. You don't have a top of a funnel. Yeah, I don't have who's in the pipe. Right. Right. And we do have conversations along the way. Some people just decide it's not for them, right? Yeah. Most of them decide, the yeah, yeah. Got it. But I don't have anything to track that. So of course I pull out Excel oh. and it's just name, email, where did they confirm via? So email like, email like a, source. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the source. It was was it LinkedIn, email, like whatever. Yeah. Then I have an acid test interest. Okay. Like some people are like, hmm, maybe we should talk about that. So I won't give it an acid test of true. Got it. But somebody, I have like a legit phone call about it. And they just say, okay, I got to talk to my spouse or whatever. I put those as, as like a, as a more warm, it's like a, a, like a lead warmth, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Qualifying your leads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Then I track if they'd been through another program and which program. Okay. So I've got like next gen MTBF or either of those that's not those. Right. I get a lot of interest outside of North America. So I also track if you're non-NAMR, where are you? Right. So tracking the region as well. Like, I, I yeah. think there's a few people in the UK that I might let into the next one. Yeah. But it's probably a lot harder, like with a, like an Asia pack, given the way the time zones align. Okay. And then I have some check boxes for if they object, is the objection financial, timeline, or something else? Like they already have a job or something. Got it. Objection and then objection reason. Yeah. I imagine it being like a choice objection reason. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Like and just then, a, a selection. Okay. Yeah. So it's none if it is none and it is something if it is something. Right. Makes sense. So then it's just like all the logistics of, did I actually send them an invite? And when I give them the invite, I send them like a contract via um, one of those. Oh, DocuSign. Mm -hmm. So I send everybody. So I got to keep track is, of who's submitted a contract. Right. Did you invite them the, and did you send a contract and have they? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have they signed it? Now, is any of this, oh, oh, I'm sorry, keep going. Is any of this what? I was going to ask, uh, is any of this automated at this point? Or is this all you uh, manually? Like, it's, all, it's all me. Like whenever I, whenever I, like, um, when I, uh, DocuSign will send me an email back saying, like, this contract's been signed, which is dumb. It says, this contract has been signed, but nowhere in there does it say who signed it. You literally got to go back to the platform <laughs> and, like, look to see which ones are signed. And it's just like a five-step process. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Um, yeah, no, that, that sounds pretty, pretty gruesome. Yeah. Do that. Then I ask them to submit like little tiny bios and I check to see if they did that. I ask mm. them to send me their resume as it is right now. Right. Okay. So I ask them to send me that. It's like, who's done it? But also, where is the darn thing? Because five weeks later, I want to pull out an example of how to write something in a resume or I'm doing somebody's resume review. But where is it? Is it an email? Did I put it in my resume folder? Right. So there's a lot of just pulling pieces of paper into physical folders. Got it. I mean, this is ground zero for what ServiceNow is good for. This is taking work that exists manually offline and inside of Excel spreadsheets. And there's a process here, right? There's a workflow. And then taking that and translating it into digital and making it move easier so that you can gain back like, you know, 80% of your time on this thing. Right. Right. So. Oh, keep going. Well, I was just going to start into the next thing, but do you have qu questions about the pipeline process? 
Uh, no, I think I got the pipeline process down, right? Like you got a bunch of information that you're collecting and then you've got some things that you're sending out and that you're waiting on returns for, and you want to track the process of all on all of those things. That makes a lot of sense. The question, and the next question I have is, is this like a, is this a app that you use or is this, does it have a self-service portion of it as well? I think at the start, it would just be handy to have a place where like user, like the stuff I collect from people and all the different true falses was in somewhere where there were unique records. All right. It's so like a checklist that you go through while you're having a call with someone. Yeah, it could be checklist or it could just be like, hey, who's scheduled for cohort three who hasn't returned their contract yet? Got it. So, uh, yeah. So maybe like some of these things aren't checklists. They're literal, like uh, they're properties. Right. Okay. And is all this information gathered during that initial call or is it back and forth over email or how do you typically get the info? That's a great question. It all just kind of manifests. <laughs> like if they're, if they're like, if we're talking on LinkedIn, like, Hey, I heard about your cohort. I'm like, so let's, Oh, let's do a call. Right. So right. that might be interesting for the pipeline is calls that we've had. Cause then I'd know, cause I've been in places where it was like, I was dealing with 50 people at once in a week. And it's like, did we could call and talk on the phone? Yeah. We talked on the phone. So that might be an interesting thing to track is just contacts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is shaping up to be like a mini CRM. Yeah, it, so, like a very mini one. I don't, I don't yeah. care for like full CRM functionality. It would if I scaled it as a business and I had like ten of me. But sure, it's just me. And the real headache I have is just blah blah said that he wanted to check back in two weeks. Okay, right. So that <laughs> I can, I definitely see that as a headache, right? But is yeah. it the real headache? Because you're the client now, right? There's so, so gonna... there's so many more. There's so many more. Like, did they get me their resume? No, I got 15 people in cohort two, and I have a check that says, did they give me the resume or not? But where right. is it? It's in my email somewhere. And I'm still like searching through my email like a pleb, yeah. trying to get to the, because we're doing, we're just on the phase of resume reviews now. And so I'm plowing through, trying to find it in the email, now trying to get them into my resume folder. Yeah. And some of them are sending me like, oh, you know, I've learned so much and I finally get it now. Here's a second version of my resume before I get to my review. So it's like now it's like, which of those resumes are authoritative? You see what Got I mean? It. I when do. it's two days later and three of them have play, have done this to me, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, yep. So no, I, and, and it would make it so much easier because right now I have Excel and email and they're separate. Right. But in service now you get like a user record and it has attachments. Yeah. And you can also have related tables, right? Mm -hmm. You can put off the user record so you can see if there's different versions of a resume and so on and so forth. Yeah. So since I'm the consultant in this situation, I'll tell you what I tell a lot of my clients is that the problems that you are identifying are simply different problem, right? And it's, so I think you're missing the bigger problem, right? And the bigger problem is that this takes a lot of time for you to do. And even if we build the app in the way that you're asking for me to build it, you're still going to have to do all the work, right? So we aren't, we, what we're, what we're doing is mean you're a repository, but we're not giving you any time back. Does that make sense? Um, I would ask you to consider that I spend a lot of time looking for like Joe Schmo's resume. Sure. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So we do give you some time back by putting everything in one place. Absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. And, but and you like still it, have to put it there. 
Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like if we could say, send your resume to this email, we can figure out what their email address and use an inbound action or a flow designer to basically say, just look up the user with the same email address and attach this attachment there. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay. So they send their resume to my Gmail, right? Right. Then I'm like, okay, let's download it. And then I have to open service now, log in, and then like find their user record and upload it. And we're, that's where you're saying, oh, Robert, you're not saving any time at all. You're right. But if, exactly. we could, if we could get them to just say like, email my instance with your attachment. And so Joe yeah. Schmo emails my instance and he's like, joe at schmo.com. Well, I already have his email address because he's in my funnel. Right. And then it just says, oh, joe at schmo.com sent this attachment. Take that attachment, attach it to his user record. So I now yes. I know he has his resume. Exactly. Now we're talking about taking a process that is time consuming, right? Reducing the time that it takes, but also making it more efficient for you as well. I mean, you know, the, keep going. Let's go. Um, okay. So let, let, let me, let me, let me, because yep. we're on a topic that is bigger than just resumes too, because my first session is a real deep dive on the why of ServiceNow. Right. Right. You, you're like, can I just pull my hair out for two seconds here? Go it, for it. It blows my mind how many people are coming out of boot camps that cannot adequately describe what ServiceNow does and okay. what its value proposition is. I can't tell you how many times it's been like, uh, it's a ticketing tool for IT. They haven't inherited any gravitas. <laughs> like, why right. does everybody love it so much if it's just that? So Yeah, right? I was at the ServiceNow Summit here in Chicago just this week, and the guy who was presenting mentioned that ServiceNow has for a client 80% of the Fortune 500. They're not all just using it because it's a ticketing system. Right. Just, <laughs> I want to be clear for these learners. It's not their fault. Yeah. Just, but who's going to go deep and just say, like, listen, this is why ServiceNow is so miraculous. So anyways, I do that as session number one. The miracle of ServiceNow, not like, Oh, the, service, oh, the, the miracle of service now. And then uh, the first homework they get is I send them this thing called the solution ideation template. Yeah. Take all that stuff in your own life, like all the jobs you had where you just like pulled your hair out and said, this is bullshit. I can't stand this and make yeah. a service now app out of it, but use some of the principles we discussed in the miracle of service now session to tell me why this app belongs on service now. What value does service now bring to this situation? Right. Is it fair to say that then the solution ideation template to the bringing the app to life, um, is that like the homework for the Miracle Service Now session or is this or is it a separate thing that has its own homework? It's an ongoing thing. So like well, a lot of them don't get it in the first session. But as we go through session, more and more sessions, then they're like, oh, OK, I get it. Like it's usually around after we talk about database structure and AES. Okay. That they finally get, oh, the reason I'm doing this thing is so I can write down the tables and the columns that I need and the properties of those tables. Yeah, fair and, enough. Uh, and what to do there. And that is currently a Word document. Because it is a word processor thing, it's very heavily formatted. And so Word, I usually prefer. But it sure. strikes me now that I don't necessarily need that as an attachment, like maybe a different record type. Yeah, possibly. Like here's, here's all the solution ideation templates and who submitted them and link it back to the users. You know what I mean? I'm sure that there's hooks for ways we can make that interesting later. Yeah, I agree. And so where we are here now in this process is that we started off talking about how we can get the work, right? And then how we're going to store the data that comprises the work. And now we're talking about 
how you deliver the class. And this is a different set of work, right? And this is a different set of data. So are you looking for an app that is not just the intake, right? Which is what we were talking about earlier, but now also the delivery or the execution of the coursework? Kind of. So there's one thing I tell my cohort is that I'm not going to chase anybody at homework, nor am I going to judge anybody at how much they have done. Okay. You know what I mean? Like every, yeah. there's all kinds of different stages of life. There's people that have full-time jobs while they're doing this. Maybe they got sick parents, sick kids. Maybe they've got, like we had an awful flood in our house. We had sewage pumped into our basement. So I myself am dealing with all the drama of that. There's just too much drama in life for grownups, right? Yeah. And so it's like, if you, don't, if you don't do this homework, for whatever reason, no judgment for me. Right. So I know there's a rant there, but I don't want it to be some kind of like hard thing, like pass fail. But there are some things that I want to see, like I want to check in on. So we do a requirements gathering workshop where they ask right. me about my soaping business and they have to like design an app around it. Right. Kind of like what we're doing right now. And so after they build that app, we do all the other components of ServiceNow in the context of that app. So basically, I want to get everybody across the finish line. So I'd love to have tasks where I could say, where it's like, it's associated to the user and I have some kind of status on it. Oh, so this is pretty cool. You're having the cohort essentially build individualized applications, but then because the applications all follow the same sort of template, you can then talk to them with a frame of reference that relates to them even though you're talking at a higher level that relates to everyone at the same time. That's right. We all build something big, but it's not like, you know, five of us in a group or 10 of us in a group, we all air quotes works together. Yeah. No, it's just everybody works together on the requirements, but you build it on your own instance. Everybody has to go through the crucible of build, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And so I'd like to be able to have, a whether it's a task or a checkbox, something, that says they got to the end of this requirement. Okay. Using this, that term requirement softly. So is this a stage or state field that is driving this kind of like life cycle of the course, right? Per individual. Yeah. You, I'm you still trying I mean? to figure out what the task bit is, right? I tell, I tell my, yeah. this, my students this all the time. There has to be a tasky component. Yeah, and fair enough. I think where the more important pieces of homework are, yes, they're simple tasks. Like, Joe Schmo, please make sure you have the soaping app done. Do whatever you can, including call me to get it done. So, yeah, that, could so be, want... that could definitely be a task. Yeah. And then who doesn't have the soaping app done or who haven't I checked in with? And so right now, that's all just in my brain. Is this something that you're tracking on your own or is this something that you want the individual to assist you in tracking? You know what I mean? What I'm asking essentially is, are you asking the, indiv the individual in the course, hey, did you create the, so the soaping app? And if they say, yeah, you go in and you change the state from beginner to soaping app, app completed, right? Or is this a situation where you want them to log into something like a portal and they upload their work and then the process of upload uploading the work changes their state? Yeah, like maybe they can interact, like here's an expectation record and you can, yeah, like an expectation record is give me your V2 resume. An expectation record might be validate well, yes. that you've closed the soaping app. 
Yeah. And then we, when you think about it, right, from that perspective, this is just a series of catalog tasks to a certain degree, right? This process is a workflow behind it, right? And maybe catalog tasks is the wrong way to think about it, but, you know, there's a, you know, there's a task, a task is the predecessor to another task, which is a predecessor to another task, so on and so forth until they get to the finish line and the finish line is the completion of the course. And so when they look back, they can look back at all those tasks that they completed. Some of them will have attachments, some of them not. Right. And, you know, but they're driving this thing forward. And then you can look at the back end of it and see all yeah. the data that's been put in via the customer, via each individual. Yeah. But are you looking for something like that? Or are you looking for something where, you know, they've completed the thing and then you check the box off and you just use it in that way and you create your own dashboard to monitor? Okay. So whether it's their like interaction with the record that self closes. I don't really care, but I do have a set of expectations. And this is an interesting angle. Not only that I have for them, but maybe they don't know for themselves. Like oh, at okay. the start, there's just a lot of moving parts. Hey, listen, get me your resume. Hey, listen, start working on these solution ideation templates. When I teach them users, groups, and roles, I teach them how to build a ServiceNow admin group on their instance, put their own personal account in there, granted the admin role, then make an account for me copy the password and send me the instance in the password. Okay. Like that's an exercise. And it's one of the first exercises so that when they get to like flow designer and they're like, Hey, my flow doesn't work. I'm just like, let me just log into your system. Yeah. That makes sense. So I'm just like going really, really deep on a lot of this stuff, but like you can imagine like none of them are in order. Right. So it's not like a yeah. flow that says do this, then this, and this It's just like, here's all the things. And then weekly, here's more expectation, more expectation. So, at least it's visible for them and us. So I'm definitely going to change my answer that a portal yeah. that is useful to me and them is definitely a useful thing. Okay. That makes sense. And shoot, something else I just did last week. I'm like, here's my Calendly, everybody book a time. Oh yeah. I love Calendly. Oh, wouldn't a Calendly integration be so sweet? Mm. Yeah, it would be. Huh. That's a nice to have. We'll put that on a nice to have. Yeah. But like a record producer, right? Like. Yeah. Here we are on the Robert Fedorik's ServiceNow Coaching Cohort Portal. Book a time, right? Yeah, it's exactly. goes to Calendly, and then that just does its thing. So I'm going to try to tie some of this together, right? Because we went in two different directions on two different definitions of work and two different parts of this process. But they are, they are complementary, right? So from where I'm sitting right now, you have an intake process, right, that you need to manage. That meant that the way that you're managing it now is basically a wing and a prayer. Somebody <laughs> will email you. Highly manual. <laughs> yes, incredibly manual. Not just like manual as in corporate IT, somebody sent me an email manual. This is manual in, in that it might be across several different intake sources for you. LinkedIn, it could be email, it could be any source of things. Somebody could have stopped you on the street, right? Um, so. Mm -hmm. You know, with intake, you got a highly manual process that you want to streamline the the way that you get information from your potential cohort, right? We've categorized that you need to really be able to capture attachments, and we've also captured the fields that you're going to use, right? And that you're going to be used these a lot of these fields to track the progress or to val validate whether or not a qualified, whether or not a potential cohort member will be someone that you actually interact with more to see if they're interested. We've also validated, now this is the thing we'll, where sometimes jumping around is helpful. We validated that you likely want this to have some kind of portal component. So when we started collecting 
app, the information around the intake app, you were very much in the mind of, I just need somewhere to put this stuff, yep. right? If I just have somewhere to put it, then that's enough. But then when we started talking about the coursework and how your cohort interacts with you and how you interact with them and being able to communicate progress, you said, well, actually a portal would be very valuable, right? So then we yeah. backport the portal to the intake app, right? And we can use that here as as probably the way we want folks to interact with you during the intake process as well, and right? Let's break the fourth wall here for a second. Like, yeah. isn't it amazing that I had such a clear idea in my head? I just want this, but you just made yourself more consulting dollars because you convinced me that, well, <laughs> don't you also need this? Like, isn't this a big, wouldn't it also help? Yeah, and, exactly. And you convinced me to increase the scope of the project because now I'm like, you know what? Why don't I make this self-service? And that self-service is the wrong word. Why don't I have a portal component that my cohort uses? Absolutely. It's going right? to be so easy for them now. Like, And the way that I did that was by listening to you, right? I listened yeah. to how you framed what the information that you gave back to me. And I noticed that it wasn't just capturing the information and having somewhere to store it. Is also that you're a one-man show. It's also that you haven't formalized a lot of it, right? Like you're still in the process of shaking it out. It's also that a lot of the time for this, you need to spend on teaching and not on managing. And so based on all of these situa- all of those, uh, those situations that I was able to read into our conversation, right? I also noted that a big requirement wasn't necessarily articulated, but was really present is time management, right? The ability to shrink the amount of time that you spend on managing this process so that you can expand the amount of time that you spend with your cohort. And then, you know, having a portal that folks can interact with allows you to push some of the work that you were doing off on them, which gives you some time back. So I I got the purpose of the app here now. We know who's going to use it. We know how they're going to use it. We know the data that's going to be created. We don't yet know how you're going to consume it. So are you looking at some kind of dashboard on your end? Are you looking to have yeah. some kind of scheduled reporting? What are you looking at on this? Yeah, I definitely have, want a dashboard or dashboards or a dashboard with tabs. Okay. Um, a workspace? Yeah. A works- <laughs> yeah. No, not a workspace. Because I think a workspace is more like every day I'm going to go here and see these things. Yeah. And here's why it's not every day. Because there's a dashboard I'll be using during the cohort planning. Right. Because now right. I'm starting to advertise cohort three. Cough, cough. Hit me up at robertheduke.digital. <laughs> Hit me up at robertheduke.digital digital if you're interested. But I'm planning it. Right. And so it's, it's right. basically like we can't start till everything's ready. Here's all the parts that still need ready. Like who hasn't put in contracts? Do we have a critical mass yet of people who have definitively said yes? Right. So there's that kind of stuff. But then also during the cohort, there's that idea of expectations. Like, okay. please get me your resume. Please get me your instance credentials for the account you made of me. Please get me your solution ideation template or templates. Please validate that you've finished the SOAP app. Submit a question to me. Yeah, just like a lot of stuff that like you can call them tasks, but they're just expectations now. Absolutely. And because some of those things relate to each other and some, well, they all relate to each other as they're part of the execution of running the business. But some of them are more closely aligned than others. You want multiple dashboards or at least multiple tabs, right? I'd I'd be happy with just like some, like, you know how I can master a list, right? But definitely a dashboard that's kind of like, what are the, I think maybe just the types of things and how many people are, are left open. So 
Yeah. We, have, we had two people that haven't signed a contract yet. We have two people that haven't submitted resumes yet. We have five people that haven't submitted a solution ideation templates. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the things that you preach around performance analytics. It's like, you know, what's the metric and which way is good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll so. tell you, I mean, we do have just, can I just take another two minutes and yeah, yeah go for it. Because one thing I'm really wanting to get my arms around is a data-driven way to figure out who is comfortable with what. Okay. So like, I'd love to be able to toss some kind of record somewhere that just says, Bob is having trouble with flow design. Okay. Jane is still needs more help with data structure. And then, yeah. then what I can do is by looking at the records of it, I can just say there's five people that still need help with data structure. Let's just jump on a call and have an extra hour session on that. Just people are having trouble. Yeah. So you want an ability to log um, um, cohort competency against a set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. It like skills fascinates me, except for the skills are one dimensional, right? The skills table right. contains skills and only skills. But yeah, I'm really curious about anything we can do that way. As well. Yeah. That's a really interesting requirement. I think it's pretty cool, right? I think you'd also gamify it. That might be something that'd be interesting to think about is that how do you gamify, right? Like, you know, um, your, your cohort um, yes. mastering all of those skills, right? I would love a points board of some sort. Yeah. I always joke about it in my classes. So somebody asks a really profound question. I'm like, you get the bonus point today. But <laughs> I'd also love to track that and just say so-and-so got the most points and they get, I don't know, a discount on the whole cohort or something. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or no, something. absolutely. I think that's great. Giving folks that in the moment accomplishment because mm -hmm. the skills that they're taking, that they're going to have here, they will accumulate over time and sometimes in small increments, right? So you don't always get that payoff and dopamine like, shit, yeah. But if you get yeah. some points, points are dopamine incarnate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to do some gamification around some around skill mastery. I really like this idea. I think this would be really big one in a cohort at the level of what you're doing, right? Here's a good spot. Let's see what else we got here. So got dashboards. We know we're going to one of those dashboards should be some kind of points system. We know the information we know. Okay. We know how we're doing this. I know the purpose of it. You know. You know, Robert, I think I have probably enough here to get started. I think there's going to, there are some open items here that I think we're going to have to revisit, right? And they largely revolve around the, the course itself, right? Like, so you gave me a couple of items that you're delivering, like the miracle of service now, the solution mm -hmm. ideation template, right? The requ requirements gathering workshop, aka the soap building app. There's probably a few other things here that, that we're missing that need to be add it to this topic list of the course. Right. But then you also want to have an easy way to add and remove and, and move around the actual topics themselves. Well, so I have an idea. Since we are at 41 minutes, maybe we test if our people have gotten into this episode. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Okay. And we say like, well, let me say like, um, show me more, put that down in the reply, wherever you see this type down, show me more. If you want us to do a full other episode on this and go deeper. I like it, dude, this has been fun, right? Like, so <laughs> I, I do like the requirement gathering stuff. It's one of my favorite parts of the job. So. Yeah. It put me in a situation to actually gather requirements from somebody who knows a lot about service. Yeah. And that, right. That's a, right. Like that's a situation <laughs> that I'm hardly ever in. And yeah. when I'm in workshops, I'm normally trying to teach people how to use service now and what, right. and the functionality, but you know what the things are. 
right? Yeah, I can use a portal for that. We can probably do some task records against that. Maybe some KPIs, you know? (laughs) Yep. And it's so nice being on the other side of it this time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all we have time for today, though, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, guys. uh, Tune in next time. All right. Still no outro. Hey yo, welcome to the winner's circle Polish your crown, here to optimize your workflow That's service now This ain't your typical run-of-the-mill Tech talk, go G's, we're the best in the field We'll help you level up and build your credibility Now let me ask you one question, who the realest be? Unapologetic, if we said it, then we meant it Foundation build on trust, authentic, so it's cemented Better make way, only facts in the booth You're now tuned in with CJ and the Duke uh, What success? I'll let you in on the scoop. Make your mind your best friend and fill it up with the truth. Come on. Yeah. Make your mind your best friend and fill it up with the truth. Yeah. CJ and the Duke. What's that? Service now. Come on. Yeah. I said welcome to the winner's circle. Yeah. Yeah.